0: Unbadding, we're run batting, baby. Unbatting. We're on a journey, baby. Unbatting. We're run batting, baby. We're run batting. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another week of Unbatting. I'm Jessica Presley. And I'm Dana Pereira. So we are. Recording now the day after Labor Day. Yeah. Dana, what did you do yesterday? You had the day off. Kids were home from school. I did, um, what did I do? I did laundry. Uh, I really partied hard with some laundry. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds... Like... Not, not the fun you were expecting, probably. It wasn't. We had a little fun the day before, though. We got to have a nice little uh, barbecue and yeah. pool time at your place. So it kind of makes up for it. You know what I did do yesterday, though, that was so good? I had sushi. Ooh. And typically, I go for a sushi roll. Mm-hmm. But yesterday, I was really feeling the nigiri. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted, like... 12 pieces of nigiri. (laughs) Sounds delicious. It was not terrible at all. So what was your fave? What'd you go for? Um, I love me some yellowtail. Mm -hmm. Um, The sweet shrimp one I had. It was good. It was like clear shrimp. Like very raw looking shrimp. (laughs) Like the stuff Brittany put on the plate the other day? That's the stuff. I was like, this reminds me of somebody I know. Oh, my sister serving straight from the freezer raw ass shrimp. That was her version of shrimp cocktail. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Which is so perfectly Brittany. And it reminds me of myself because I was the exact same way. Yes. You've come a long way. So whenever I am giving a giggle over it, it's because I know there's so much potential for her (laughs) to learn to cook in her 30s. She's only 29. She's got a whole decade of learning ahead of her. She really does. I actually made pasta one time for Joe, and it was so – it was pasta. Guys, you had to boil water. (laughs) That is the extent of it. And – um. I really shit the bed. He couldn't eat it. He had to- <laughs> How does that happen? Was it mush or was it, it still? Oh, yeah. You overpasted it. I overpasted the pasta. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, to be fair, I think it was like the whole wheat pasta or something like that. It's very easy to make that mush. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it is. Or like the uh, gluten free pastas. Those can get pretty mushy. Yeah. So, um, you know, Britt, there is time to learn. You Mm -hmm. got, you know, she does a lot of recipes. She's getting there. She's actually probably further along than I was at 29. Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) (laughs) Our stepdad used to call me Dinty Moore. (laughs) That is true. That is so true. And Brittany also, when mom told her to Cook an egg. She put the entire egg and shell in whole form. In like, she didn't crack it. She didn't put it in water. She wasn't gonna boil. It, she just put the whole raw ass egg in a pan, like with olive oil or something. I don't recall if she even oiled the pan. She just put it in the pan. Well, I mean, unless you give her other directions, I get it. You're She's like what quite do I literal. Do? <laughs> literal yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well um, I'm glad that your shrimp was edible and safe you yes. seem to be doing well no parasites no. in my brains <laughs> awesome how about you also, well, we actually did an early birthday celebration for my husband Dave yesterday. Happy birthday, Davey! His birthday is actually today. Yeah. But he is working and we have back to school night and gymnastics. And so, you know, parents just don't get to celebrate on those days. So, no. we did a little barbecue yesterday and um, put some tri tip on the grill for him and had a little ice cream cake. So, oh, was it's- it Dairy Queen ice cream cake? It wasn't, it was handles. What the fuck is a Handles? Well, Handles is something that Dave grew up with back in Buffalo. And they've oh, was it Buffalo or was it um, Youngstown, Ohio? That's like where his mom's from. I can't remember. But um, it's like a pretty infamous ice cream place. And they've recently started opening locations in San Diego. So there's probably like four or five locations. Okay. So I'm going to need a comparison side by side with Dairy Queen and with Handles. Like, do they have the delicious, fudgy, crunchy stuff in a Handel's ice cream cake? It's fudgy, but it is not crunchy. So minus one point. Mm. I don't know. You know what? I can't knock it until I try it. That's true. So That's true. I'm going to bring you a piece. Okay. And then <laughs> how? What if you were to judge? Mm-hmm. Like Dairy Queen ice cream cake out of a 10, what are you giving it? Like an eight. Okay. Handel's ice cream cake out of a 10. Seven. Okay. That's all I need to know. You've told me everything right there. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if it's because it actually is better or because it's so nostalgic for me that like, I don't know. I also really loved Chef Boyardee raviolis growing up. How about now? I haven't had one in probably 20 years. Just, they're terrible. Are they? But see, in my heart, in my brain, I remember it being amazing. And so I haven't had a Dairy Queen ice cream cake in probably also 10 to 15 years. I have one every year on the boys' birthdays. You do? Every fucking year. We have two ice cream cakes within five days of each other. That's fabulous. Nathan, and it's still good. So good. Mm-hmm. But I am convinced with Chef Boyardee, like some shit happened it there. Changed. It changed. Mm-hmm. It's different. I agree. Um, And it's just not the same. And maybe, maybe I just have big girl taste buds now. Possible. I'm pretty sure that Chef Boyardee just cheapened their shit up. You're like, this isn't truffle? (laughs) (laughs) Where is my truffle mac and cheese? This just doesn't taste the same. It is not the same. He has a very, (laughs) very good palate whenever I was 10 years old. (laughs) I mean, I was definitely eating that well into my teens. yeah Yeah. me too not as good as i remember my memory might be failing me (laughs) i think our memories do fail us and it gets us on to i had i had been i don't know searching something up and i came across something that i was like oh my god this is so rude Mm. the mandela effect ah yes the mandela effect Now, does your memory serve you correct on what a Mandela effect is? Um, My limited memory, because as you all have learned over the past few months, um, it can be very limited. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's kind of like one of those phenomenons that happen whenever an entire group of people remember something to be a very specific way, but in actuality, it is not correct. Yeah, and it has a lot to do with, like, most of the references are pop culture-y kind of references, like Mm -hmm. the way we remember things in movies and stuff like that. And this happened to me maybe a year ago where I was watching Rocky Horror Picture Show. (laughs) Solid. (laughs) It's a great movie. Um, I had made my husband watch it years ago, and then I was like, I'm in the mood for some Rocky Horror Picture Show. And... For my entire life, I have always recited a line of this movie, and I'm going to pull the mic away from me a little bit because I don't want to scream in your ears, but the line in my head goes, she, okay, okay, so she rings the gong, gong, and then she goes, Master, dinner is prepared. Yeah, that rings a bell. That's not how it goes that's how we have said it our whole lives i know <laughs> and it is rude i was like oh here it is and i was ready to do the like line right alongside of it with my husband next to me to show how good you know the movie hello i've been watching this forever i can recite it line <laughs> by line and she did it and i was like oh that is not how i remember <laughs> that how all. did it go I don't know. I'm going to have to like look it up on YouTube or something like that and play it. Actually, pause. Do a real time fact check. You have the resources. I do have the resources. That's true. So a slight different sing-songy effect. Yes, yes, but not the way that you remember it. Not for me. Yes, not the way that we did it. It was ours. Was very like sing-songy. Like dinner is prepared. Mm -hmm. You got the prepared part right. Yeah. but not exactly the same as what she actually says. Yeah. Yeah. Not the same. Um, I was actually, it's funny. We're talking about this. I was actually doing a client's hair the other day and she was saying that her granddaughter was texting her and was asking about the song. Um, we are the champions. Uh And she's like, um, Graham, what's like the, the last line of the song. We are the champions. And she's like thinking about it and she's like, we are the champions of the world. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, that's the Mandela effect. It's actually just we are the champions and it ends there. I don't know what you're talking about because at the end, and again, I will remove my mic, it goes, of the world. Or just we do that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's what I thought too. And I was like, wait, hold up. That, so, uh, Okay. I did do a little bit of research regarding (laughs) the Mandela effect because I'm so fascinated by why our brains do these certain things. Mm -hmm. And so I found an article and I will be doing some reading. So clear your throat. Clear. Let me clear my throat. If somebody tells me that's not the line, I will fucking lose lose it. it. (laughs) I will lose my mind. (laughs) Um, and so the person that um, came up with the Mandela effect. Um, she had, her name is Fiona Broom. Okay. Uh, let's see here. False memories that are shared among a large population of people, a collective misremembering of sorts. The phrase was coined in 2009 by a self-described paranormal consultant, mm. Fiona Broom. Okay. And. Um, And she said it was used to explain the phenomenon where many people around the world believe that the South African leader died in prison in the 80s. When he did not. He didn't die. He was released from prison. Right. And he died in 2013. Yep. But so many people collectively remembered that he had died in prison. And that is not what happened at all. Broom's theory is that at all times... This is where we get woo-woo. Are you ready? I love me some woo-woo. At all times, there are multiple realities of each universe or the multiverse, multiverse, whatever you want to call it, and that within each universe, there are variations of objects, events, and people. So memories of those incorrect shared moments are not really false. They are just instances where parallel universes crossed paths for an instant. I'm really working hard to wrap my tiny little peanut brain around that. <laughs> well, because there's people that think that you can like jump timelines. Yes, yes. There's I mean, for example, I like to do a um, past life regression meditation occasionally. and I remember you doing a past life regression meditation. Do you remember what happened during that? Nope. Jess. I'm glad you keep my memories for me because I don't remember. Well, let's see if it's correct. Okay. (laughs) You called me immediately after your... I remember doing it. I just don't remember what I came up with. You were like, I'm living a parallel reality. Okay, tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember this at all love that you're fascinated by your own story. I feel like that sometimes when I re-listen to the podcast, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, really?" Like yeah. I recorded 2 days ago and I'm still fascinated by what we're saying. This is so like good. Dory. Just call me Dory. You are Dory. <laughs> so, you were like there's you living your life, but you are also a you somewhere else. Like your your soul has been like uh, separated. Oh my gosh. And that some of your soul is in this body. Mm-hmm. And then some of your soul is walking around parallel to this life in another and human, another human. That is what you got from that past life regression. How do I not remember this? Maybe I was the other person doing it. That... I was in the other human. Body. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me wonder who this other human body is, I but know. I am... Well, like, my mind is blown that you don't remember that. Maybe that's why I have such bad memories. Maybe. That, oh, that is very interesting stuff here. (laughs) Yeah, you said that you were walking around in another, like, simultaneously. That's super fascinating. I want to do this meditation again and see what I can learn. Yeah. Wow. That blows my mind but it also makes me think like I mean you're a special source of (laughs) terrible memory like there's I don't (laughs) think there's too many people out there like you (laughs) there's really not there's really not and maybe I'm wrong like I think that I have a bad memory oh I think you have an amazing memory by comparison to me so really anybody has a great memory I think by comparison, you might be correct. But yeah. I think maybe in comparison to other people, I might be a little subpar. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. My uh, My barometer is off. Yeah. Um. oh Fuck. What was I going to say? You were talking about the parallel realities and how you had once done a um, past life regression meditation. And how parallel universe works. Because I'm always trying to figure that out. Like, I understand it, but I have a hard time really digging my teeth into it and like fully comprehending it oh i remember yay it has nothing to do with that <laughs> well, i'm glad i filled just enough time for it to come back to you well yeah and i'm like i better spit it out before i forget it again i love that i forgot and then like talking about your terrible memory and forgot in real time <laughs> <laughs> quick get it out you're gonna forget so it makes me think of like um crime scene investigation where they're asking the witnesses what they saw and you can have seven different witnesses and every single one of them is going to have a variation Mm -hmm. of the truth right and that's just our human brains it's human error like our brains do not um they're not perfect so Correct me if I'm understanding this incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Your understanding of there being parallel universe or a multiverse is the example of multiple people in the same vicinity having a different experience at one time. Uh, sure, that could be. I actually wasn't thinking of the multiverse at all. Oh, whenever I I'm gave still that, still there. <laughs> Still trying to figure that out. I was just thinking of the scenario. But sure, that is a a possibility in, you know, an infinite amount of possibilities in the world. Okay. Um, But yeah, I, I just think it's interesting that you and I can have the exact same experience growing up. And your memory is going to be different than my memory. Mm -hmm. And that's like another study that they do. Brothers and sisters that have the exact same household. They shared the exact same experience. Um, And one sibling is going to remember it a certain way. Another sibling is going to remember it a different way. Uh, Maybe not even in the same house. They'll be like, no, we were living here. And the other person's like, no, you idiot. We weren't. We were living here. And this is what happened. Mm. And how people can have such different perspectives of the exact same experience. Right, and they're so committed to it also. It's not like, oh, maybe my memory's failing me. They're like, no, I know this is how it was. And it, it kind of makes me like not trust myself mm. because I will be so committed. I'll be like, I know what I was wearing. I know what song was playing. I know what I ate that day. Like I will be so... Um, just like gun ho on what I know was going on. Right. But I have instances where somebody will be like, no, 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 remember, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, oh, shit, yes. Oh, where you realize that you were not right? I was not right, had it mm-hmm. all wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think that with the Mandela effect, it's very easy for people to be swayed one way or another, even just through... The power of suggestion. Yeah, that is super powerful. That's super powerful. Um, I think that a lot of times whenever I'm doing recall or trying to remember something, whatever's leading up to it or however, like the question is being asked will have a significant um, impact on how I remember a situation. Yeah, for sure. And it plays into that kind of herd mentality again that we were talking about last week where uh, whether it's religious beliefs, political beliefs, uh, you know, whatever it is, all you need is one person to have a loud mouth and say it with conviction. Right. And you will have other. This is how cults start. (laughs) True. You have one person That is a squeaky wheel that says something that might even make a little bit of sense to you. And then you just fall in line. Right. So when somebody says like, oh, no, the movie quote went like this. And then a whole herd of people are like, yup. Yeah. And then you hear it for year after year after year of people saying it the exact same way. So you are thoroughly convinced that this is the way it went. And then you're teaching a younger generation that right. this is the way that it went. Right, right. Or this is how it should go without doing a single fact check. Mm-mm. I mean, once upon a time, fact check wasn't even a thing. But you would think like enough people have watched Star Wars now. Yeah. Do you? What's the infamous line in Star Wars? Luke, I am your father. That's right. Do you know? That's he the line. Doesn't even say Luke. He says, No, I am your father. Not Luke, I am your father. I'm like, I swear we have toys that are like. You know, and it says that exact line. Luke, I am your father. So even like the toy manufacturers are victim to the Mandela effect. OK, this is fun. What other examples do we have? Okay, this is going to be a good time. I have a lot okay. of examples and I'm so curious to what you think about it. Um, OK, Forrest Gump. OK, oh, I love Forrest Gump. What's what's the line about the chocolates? life is like wait mama always said life is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're going to get he says life was like a box of chocolates oh interesting yeah and you know what i should also say i have not triple fact checked any of these (laughs) i went to an article that i will put in the show notes and that's where i pulled these from right but you can go to 12 different articles and they all have every single one of, of these examples. as examples. Okay. Yeah. Life was like a box of chocolates. Yeah. Does she say you never know what you're going to get? I believe so. They didn't go on to the rest okay, of that. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, but for our entire childhood, we would do a Forrest Gump accent. Right. Life was like a box of chocolates. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. That was a terrible forest. It Gump was impression. pretty bad, but that's all right. We'll let it slide. You, you did have... do uh, Rocky Horror. You have the the bad memory, and I have the bad impressions. <laughs> I'd rather have yours. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It might be nice to forget some shit. <laughs> that For is a real. bonus. That is a dory bonus. <laughs> Just keep swimming. So, um, how about in? Uh, is it? Is it Snow White where she has the mirror on the wall? Yeah, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest nope. of them all? It's not mirror, mirror on the wall. Let me think about it. Okay. No, I'm, that's, that's all I got. That's a, is it just mirror on the wall? No. What is it? Our entire lives we've been going mirror, mirror on the wall. What is Who's it? Who's the fairest of them all? Magic mirror on the wall. Huh. Uh-huh. You know, what's interesting when you say that I've recently watched and by recently, I mean, probably in the last year or so. Yeah. Have watched the original um, Snow White. Yeah. Such a messed up movie for kids to watch. Number one. I mean, we could have a whole episode on Disney. <laughs> Just movies on Disney movies. In general. Especially the older ones. Oh, yeah. Um, they are fucked. So, so messed up. But I do remember while watching that feeling like, well, that was off. And it was probably that line. I don't I, cu- I couldn't have like pinpointed it. But now that you say it, I'm like, I bet it was that line that I had that feeling because I remember having the feeling like that's not how I remember it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's I mean, so many ones in our lives. Hannibal lecture. I I'll probably not know this one. So everybody says that in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, is this the lotion one? No, oh. this is the Hello Clarice. Oh. Hello okay. Clarice. Yeah, I remember that. He doesn't say it at all in the movie. What? Doesn't exist. That one really blows my mind. Where do we make this up? I don't... I'm assuming maybe SNL had a bit or something. Right. Hello, <laughs> and, Clarice. So, again, I'm like, I have not gone back and watched any of these movies. But the article says that in the more In the morning. In the movie, what he actually says is, good morning. And so, I mean, that's another thing with pop culture is, where do we come up with these things? Like, this wasn't in the movie at all. But somehow... Thousands and thousands, if not millions of people have quoted that line, have quoted this line, this non-existent line that doesn't even like exist at all. So weird. So that makes me think like, where did it come from? It had to have come from somewhere. I mean, that's a riddle I cannot solve. (laughs) I'm still sticking with my SNL theory. I think enough people watch SNL and that they would, like, I could see one of them doing a skit like that. And like, it's a solid theory. (laughs) It's a solid theory. I'm going to go with it. Watch. We're going to start a whole new Mandela effect where everybody out there is telling SNL (laughs) started Hello Clarice. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I fucking love our brains and how horribly, awfully wrong they are at and all times. They're also magical. Um, they are magical. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Well, because, I mean, there are the times where we are just so terrible to ourselves and our brains just being pieces of shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then there are the times where we are intentionally looking at something beautiful, intentionally paying attention to something or thinking something great or and I'm like, God, that's like, what a layered fucking concept our brains are. Yeah, so I'm kind of of the belief, though, that that's not really your brain. That's just your highest self and you giving opportunity and platform for your highest self to step through and like stop the thinking so how do you do you ever watch never mind so sometimes <laughs> she knows the answer it's a no i don't watch it what was it She's curious sometimes on tiktok okay they will have like the skits where they're like laying down on the bed wide awake and their brain is just like thinking the most off the wall concepts mm-hmm. and they just like go through like the weirdest things that your brain thinks when you're trying to fall asleep right And one of them was this girl just like laying down. And she was like, isn't it weird that your brain named itself? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And you're like, yeah, it did. Yeah, it super did. And everything else. Like, I mean, who took this bottle of water and said you are hereby declared bottle of water? I mean, there is a whole um, science and understanding of language. Um, but yeah, somebody did. Somebody. Somebody's brain did. It's funny. We were having a conversation on Sunday about like what you would ask the first humans on Earth. Oh, right. Yes. Um, and we were talking about like how we have this kind of concept that like they knew nothing. Right. They were just these Neanderthals that like just just like drag their it, knuckles. Yeah. And... They knew nothing. But I kind of had this. Feeling that, like, because there was no outside influence and there was no language, that like they had to have been so connected to self and so connected to nature that they probably were quite intuitive and brilliant. And we won't know. Never. Unless we do a past life regression into our lives as one. True. (laughs) And hopefully it's you that does it, not me, because otherwise it's going no further. (laughs) But this does make me think so. One of my prompts this month was that question. If you were with the first person on earth. And so now I'm passing it along to you guys for free. I pay for people to give me these prompts. (laughs) But like if you're a journaler, really sit with that because it is an interesting thing whenever you think of the first person that has ever been on earth what they must have thought how they mm-hmm. must have felt where were they breathing at were they cold did they know that they needed to make themselves closed i mean there's this like survival instinct that kicks in with everything mm-hmm. i could go on for hours just about this journal prompt <laughs> i know it is quite fascinating to think about yeah so anyways do that if you want <laughs> It's your little freebie for the week. But back to our brains. (laughs) Um, Here's another really good one. Okay. I love Lucy. Okay. What does Ricky always say to Lucy? In fact, I think I just said it to you on Sunday at the house. Don't know. Lucy, you have some splaining to do. Yeah, yeah. That sounds familiar. (laughs) He doesn't say that. Uh Uh-uh. No no he What's doesn't he say? and that really breaks my heart <laughs> because what he really said was splain that if you can lucy splain explain huh not lucy you've you got have... it explaining yeah you which in my opinion is much more catchy than yeah. what he actually yeah. said maybe that's part of it people just put their own creative spin on it because it sounds better it was like like mirror mirror on the wall it sounds better it's a party trick it's like somebody's party story they're like oh and then they like pull it out of their hat because they think it's funny right and they put their own person and the next person and the next person Then it's like a a pyramid scheme spreads i think we've we've figured out the mandela we've cracked the nut we're all (laughs) fucking sheeple (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly <laughs> is what it really is um oh let's see here what else do we got here okay the wizard of oz Ooh, i'm gonna be good at this one okay because i love me some wizard of oz well what does she say to toto toto we're not in kansas anymore Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Okay. Yeah. So it's I it's mean similar. close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's similar. close, kinda like the Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah. thing. Yeah. Mind isn't totally blown on that one. Mm-mm. I could I could see how I would miss a few words there. Yeah. Um one of the other Star Wars reference that I saw was that um CP3O, who's like the the gold guy. The gold guy. That um he actually had a silver leg. Yeah. I had no idea. If I was given a picture, I'd have painted him gold. Listen, I watch Star Wars like never. Same. Same. Never, ever. My kids know way more than I do about Star Wars. Well, my husband just got me to sit down and watch the original. How was it? Um, It was good. It was fine. Yeah. I do wasn't... you feel like your, your life would have been missing out had you not watched it? No. Okay. I'm fine not having... Seen most of the Star Wars movies. Mm -hmm. I'm good. But it's probably the same way that I feel when somebody tells me that they haven't watched, like, Drop Dead Fred. That is a movie. (laughs) (laughs) That is a movie. Do you know what? I completely forgot some of the stuff that happened in this movie. And I know this is way off topic, but we're talking about it. So I'm here. So (laughs) last year, maybe the year before, Dave and I went out on a date night. Yes. (laughs) Dave and I went out on a date night, and I was like, oh, this movie, when I was a kid, Drop Dead Fred. it was so great, blah, 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 blah. this imaginary friend, and so um, Miss Jane was watching the kids, and... Um, the famous Miss Jane. Famous Miss Jane, watching the kids, and um, I come home, and she was like, that movie was something, and I'm like, really? And she's like, oh, yeah, she was like, but I mean, you put it on for them, so I thought, fine i rented the movie like i bought the thing and i came and i'm like oh i don't really like remember the bad parts and then um shay and jordan were like they were calling her the mega bitch Uh, and i was like oh yeah i forgot about that this is so not a kid's movie (laughs) uh, he slides his head under her skirt Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. says cobwebs yeah yeah. And then she's like taking the little blue pills to make her imaginary oh. friend go away. I'm like, oh, my God. oh no, no, that's such a great movie. Don't show your kids unless they're like 12. Unless you don't care about them, then do whatever you want. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah no, no, that is a great movie. <laughs> it's such a good movie. But that is, I mean, like most 80s movies that we grew up watching, like we didn't think anything of it. It was just normal. Just watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, you grow up and you watch it back because you want to enjoy that same nostalgia with your kids. Yes. And you're like, ooh, that is way more problematic than I remember. Yeah. So what do you do with your kids whenever it's like a sex scene? Have, they, have you had that experience with them? Not that my kids have like watched a sex scene, but we watched Big together. Uh-huh. And there's this part in Big where he's like in a big body but he's really like a 13 year old kid also very problematic concept for a movie (laughs) (laughs) and she's like being romantic with him as an adult and she takes her shirt off and he's like touching her bra and he's like uh (laughs) and my kids are like oh my god and i'm like yeah we're just gonna pretend like this is happening we're just gonna go with it um yeah it wasn't a big deal but i'm like I wasn't re- I wasn't prepared for that. Well it's panic parenting. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> I'm like, just sit back and pretend it's not happening. Yeah. Or like distract. My my go to is always like distraction, like, oh look a squirrel. You know, like or what's going Don't on. Don't we have some hair? chocolate up there? S- somebody somebody needs some chocolate, I think, right now. Do you want ice cream? Do you guys want ice cream? I think let's we go. Get ice Come on, cream. Let's get ice cream. Oh <laughs> <gasps> uh, but I do remember having those feelings as a kid, like something coming on me being so embarrassed in front of my parents to watch it. Yeah. And I think that's also, you know, another problem that we could tackle in, in future episodes because, like, that's sex shaming, basically. Right. Right. And so, like, should we actually have these feelings of embarrassment when somebody's, you know, getting it on on screen or uh, touching a bra? Touching a bra, <laughs> you know, like boobs are boobs. And, yep. you know, I think my line went something like this Oh, Because really, he's a young boy, and he's not married. So I think that he's very curious about her body. (laughs) I was like, panic. What do I say? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's panic. Because then we're also like saying that unmarried people can't touch boobies. Yeah. Well, that was definitely a panic mode. Yeah. (laughs) You know, hindsight. Listen, I was unmarried, and I touched a lot of boobies. Same. Yeah. I do like boobs. (laughs) we've really we've taken the mandela we've really gone (laughs) fucking left it in the dust turn (laughs) all right let's circle back a little bit because i have two more for you okay let's go and i'm i think i don't know if they're gonna blow your mind or not but um Smokey the bear okay his name is not Smokey the Bear. <laughs> oh. Now, here's like where it, because Smokey the Bear, everybody knows Smokey the Bear. Yeah, yeah. Um. His name is just Smokey Bear. Oh, okay. And we have added the. The. Yeah. In there. Smokey Bear. And it just reminds me of like, you know, an elderly person in Pittsburgh being like, we got to go to the Costco's. You know? Yeah. Got to go to the Nordstrom's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Add in an S on everything. Add the S on and everything the, the. and the. And so, yeah, we just kind of put in. So now you guys know it's ruined everybody's childhood. It's not Smokey the Bear. It's just Smokey Bear. It's just Smokey Bear. Good old Smokey Bear. His forest fires. And now just to really drive it home to okay. ruin your childhood. Okay. Mr. Rogers. Okay. Familiar. What's his, what's his tagline? Won't you be my neighbor? Okay, but it's a beautiful... It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah. Would you be mine? Uh Uh-huh. Could you be mine? Yeah, all of that Mm -hmm. is what we think it says. (laughs) Not at all. What does it say? He actually says, and here's what's interesting, another um, victim to the Mandela effect, Tom Hanks did a whole ass movie being Mr. Rogers. Yeah. And in it, they did. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. So it was not correct. A beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day in this neighborhood. Ah. It's not. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It is not. He was just talking about his very own little tiny neighborhood. His very own little made up neighborhood. It yep. was like his imagination neighborhood. Yep. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. We just... Fuck your neighborhood. <laughs> just this little pretend one. Just this neighborhood. Wow. Yeah, we really just pick up and go with it. We make up our minds and, and that's where we go. We stand firm. We do because, well, we can't go against the grain. No. Think of how many times somebody has said something and in your head you're thinking, that doesn't feel right. I actually think it's this. But you don't say anything because four other people have said It's this. right? And you don't want to be the odd man out. Right. So you don't push back. You don't go against the grain. I mean, it's just typical survival mode human stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You just shift a little and get on the train. Yeah. And then from (laughs) then on, you know, you're just it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Fuck yeah, it is. Yes, it is. You're right. That's what it is. Mandela effect I feel like there's going to be So many good ones That people um, Send in I hope that you do If you guys have Mandela effects To add To the list Let us know Because I want my mind To be blown with some stuff Me too And I know that there's So many out there That um, you know We didn't touch on So I want to see I want to see What you guys got for us Yeah It's a little crazy It's a little creepy Um, It's a beautiful day In the neighborhood (laughs) Sure is, <laughs> uh, and guys, if it's a beautiful day in your neighborhood, why don't you go ahead and tell us that in the comments? Yes, please do. And until next time, we're on and baby. On badin, on we're on badin, baby. Un-bad-ing. We're on a journey. We're on batting baby We're on batting